0: you're listening to the Eastside Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This sermon was recently preached at our church. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com. Now, enjoy today's sermon. I preach and I don't lead singing, but it is good just to sing uh, in the congregation, sing parts. Can't really do that up here. Uh, So I'm thankful for that. Thankful for Brother Ken always being willing to... uh, Step in and just help wherever, wherever you can. Thankful for that. Well, I do want to let you know the church offices will be back open this week. Now that pastor is back. Um, the, no, no more parties. No more parties here. So if you come, I won't be here. Um, for the parties at least. So uh, the church offices will be open. So I want to let you know that. It is a change from this week. So All right. Uh, go ahead and stand. Turn to 1 Corinthians 9. First Corinthians chapter 9. We'll read verses 24 through 27. 1 Corinthians nine twenty four through 27. Paul's talking to the Corinthians here. He says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize? So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it, to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Let's pray. God, I am thankful to be in your house, thankful to be with your people, and it is just such an encouragement to be around like-minded people, around a, a like-minded cause, and I'm thankful for it. Thankful just for uh, the encouragement of your people, the encouragement that you give uh, during the week. It doesn't matter uh, what's gone on in the day and or what's gone on uh, in the week. We can always come here and, and be encouraged, and I'm thankful for that. Yes. And I pray you will speak uh, through me tonight and and remove. Uh, me of self, and, and God, I pray you just speak clearly, and I pray you help me to speak clearly. Help my thoughts to be clear. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Well, earlier this year, there was a young 12-year-old 12, 12 boy who entered his local school's spelling bee. Not something that I would I would do. Um, not a very very good speller, but he ended up placing fifth, which sounds something like I, what I would do. You know, fifth isn't bad, um, but it's also it's also not first or second or third. But he really wasn't upset necessarily about where he placed, but he was upset that he did not get a trophy like the first, second, and third um, place finishes. You know, of course, he went home, he told his mom, he told his dad, and he was pretty upset. And so... To cheer her son up, uh, her mom, his mom went to go to a um, trophy store, a, a third-party trophy store, and she decided to make him a trophy for fifth place. How sweet, <laughs> right? Oh, man. So she went through this third-party trophy company, wasn't through the school. She got him a fifth-place trophy, a participation trophy. It just makes me sick thinking about it. His, his dad didn 't approve at all he he was not happy about it in fact, he he told the boy that he didn 't think that his son should keep the participation trophy the the, the trophy for fifth place because he didn 't do what it took to earn it very, very straight he didn 't do what it took uh, what, what it took to earn a real trophy and he would help his son through, throughout the summer. Uh, if he needed help, he he would help his son to do whatever he could to earn the next trophy. But he didn't think he should he should keep it. Needless to say, the boy wasn't happy. Um, and I I find this very amusing. I I absolutely hate participation trophies. I can't stand any of that. Um, but I I believe that it's a mindset that's prevalent in our culture today. But it's not just in our in our culture, you know. Uh, well, pe- people want to be rewarded for things when there really isn't work uh, being done to, to earn it or, or to, to achieve something. But it's not just prevalent in our culture, it is, but it can also be found in our Christian lives as well, in, in my life and in your life. Right. You know, many times we, we expect to be rewarded, we expect to be blessed when we don't put forth the work or the, the effort required. And, and we, we want a participation trophy, we want a trophy, but many times we haven't done what it takes to, to earn it. Yeah. So Paul is talking here to the church in Corinth, and throughout this whole letter, he, he's trying to get the Corinthians uh, to realize that, that the gospel should have an effect on, on their everyday lives. They, they can't just live how, how they want to. Um, the, the gospel has changed who they are, and now it needs to change what they do as well. And... Paul gets to this text, and he gives a very important mindset on how the, how the Corinthians should view their Christian lives and, and view their, their works and, and, and what they do as Christians. And he gives them, gives them an illustration that they could understand pretty well. Because in Corinth, there is an event called the Isthmian Games. It took me forever to, to learn how to say that. It sounds like I have a list, the Isthmian Games. Um, it, it was a lot like the Olympics, um, that we know. It, it started right down the street from, from Corinth, and, and now they had, they had their own version of the Olympics, the, the Isthmian Games. I have to say it. It works so hard. Isthmian Games. Anyways, they, they would have been very familiar, uh, very familiar with, with these games, and, and there are different events like boxing. Um, know we have some fans of that. Uh, running and, and all kinds of different things, chariot races. But, but the example that he uses here, at least in the first couple verses, is running. They're, they're very familiar with running and with, with races. So what Paul is saying, I'll, I'll read the verse. Go ahead and look at verse 24 again. He says, Know ye not, don't, don't you know, that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. Um, and and then, then, it, then it finishes the verse, So run that ye may obtain. So, so Paul is telling the Corinthians that, that they need to observe this race. They need to observe the people running this race and learn something from it. They need to see which person is, is winning, which person is the winner, and model the way that they run after the people that, that, uh, who, who are in, in it to win it, who, who are in the lead, who are going to be the winners. They need to model how they run after, after the winner, the person who's going to be crowned champion. Because there, there are lots of people who enter the race there are a lot of people who are going to run in this race, but there's only going to be one that wins. Right. There's only going to be one that, that does what it takes to, to be the winner. Yeah. Paul wanted the Corinthian believers to treat their Christian lives like this runner who did whatever it took to win. He did what it, what it would take. Now, I want to try and make this, this mindset as clear as I can. So let's just say you, you, you want to start an emergency fund. You've been listening to Dave Ramsey. You need to make an emergency fund right away. And you set for your goal $10,000. Uh, $10,000 $10, in 24 months. That's a lot of money. Uh, it, it's achievable. But, achievable. Um, but you, you want to reach that goal. So if you want to save $10,000 in 24 months, you'd have to save roughly uh, $417 a month. You know, if you really want to reach that goal, if, if you want to get... Get where you want to be in your finances, then you're you're going to have to do whatever it takes to get there. You, you'll have to you may have to get another job. You may have to cancel some subscription. You'll 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 save money where you can to get to your goal. You're going to do whatever it takes to get to your goal. You you have to save four hundred and seventeen dollars to get to ten thousand dollars in twenty four months. But let's say there's someone else who has the goal of reaching. $10,000 in 24 months. And, but, but, but their attitude is, okay, I'm, I'm, going to do, I'm going to do what I can. I, I'm going to do what I feel comfortable with. I, I can really only sacrifice $100 a month. And that, that's just, that's all I can do. Well, how much are they going to have at the end of 24 months? $2,400. You know, one person is going to do what they, what they have to, what it takes to get to that $10,000. The other person is gonna do what they can. Which one's gonna reach their goal? The person who's gonna do what it takes. They're gonna do whatever it takes to get to that $10,000. The the, the one person did what he could, he got a participation trophy. The other person did what it took, takes, and he earned the reward of having $10,000. There's a principle there. there. There's a principle that that you have to do whatever it takes to, to, uh, to earn the reward. If you don't, you kind of just get what you get. You don't, you don't throw a fit. Um, I, I noticed this growing up. Um, my dad was a runner, and so I, I, kinda, I wanted to do some of the things that, that he did. Um, so we had the opportunity to run a race called the Tulsa Run. It was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I ran it a few times. Pastor Miss Aaron ran it a few times as well. But it's a a 15-kilometer run. It's a little over nine miles. And at that run, there are hundreds and hundreds of runners. It's pretty incredible to see that that many people actually enjoy running. It's shocking sometimes. Um, But but it's interesting to see all the different kinds of people, all the different types of people that are there at this run. You can definitely tell who's in it to, to try and win, try and win their category, their age group, whatever it is. You can tell... There's some people who are, who are in it to win it, and then there's some who are just there to have fun. Um, I'm not sure where I necessarily fit in that category. Um, I, I'm, I'm somewhere in there. But it, it is funny to see people who are, are literally dressed up as Disney characters, Dr. Seuss, um, even fairies. It, it is really, really strange. It's around, like, October 31st, Halloween, and so people dress up. And it's really embarrassing when, when the fairies pass you. That's really bad. Um, but you, you look at them, and maybe not in the midst of them passing you, but you, you see that like they're, they're not in it to win it. They're, they're dressed up as a fairy. They're, they're dressed up as Ronald McDonald. I don't know. But they're, they're, not, they're not there to win. They're just there to, to have a good time. And um, they, they did what they could to be able to run in the race. But it really just stopped there. It, it, it was a fun time. But then you look at the starting line, and you see a group of people that that look um, that look prepared. they're They're obviously very prepared, they're stretching, they, they have the right shoes, they have the right clothes, they have the watch. They, they've got it, it's clear that they've done everything that they're supposed to to prepare, and they want to win this race. There, there's people that travel to this race, to, to try and win. They, they are serious about running this race. Yeah. So, which, which do you think is going to win? The person who's been training, who, who did what it would take to win, or the pink fairy lady, yeah. who looks like she belongs in a costume party, who, who she, she just did what what she, she could to, to to finish the race, to, to cross the finish line? Well, obviously, it's going to be the person that prepared, that, that did what it would take to win. He's gonna win the prize, the fairy's gonna get a participation trophy, just like, just like I did, and uh, every other runner. There's nothing, nothing super special about it. If you, if you cross the finish line, you, you, get, you get a little medal, and uh, I have it, I used to display it very proudly, and then I realized I, I can't do that anymore, so it's, it's kind of being hypocritical, I don't know. But anyways, everyone, everyone gets a participation medal. But only the people that finish in the top three, especially the, the ones that finish in the, the, the top place, get a, a monetary award, they, they get a trophy, and they're the ones who win. There, there's a big difference in the mindset of the majority of the runners and then the winners. The majority of the runners just did what they felt comfortable with. They, they did what it would take just to, to finish, but the winner would do whatever it it would take to get to first place, to finish in first place. And Paul is trying to get, that, get this across to the Corinthians and, and, and trying to get it across to us as well that this is how, this is how we should treat our Christian lives. Amen. The verse says, So run that you may obtain. Run like a winner would run. We ought to live our Christian lives with the same discipline, with the same energy, the same tenacity that a runner would treat a race. But many times we, we don't want to, we don't want to do what it really takes to to have a Christ-like life. Many times we just we just do what we can, what 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 fits in our schedule. We, we, we enter the race, we get saved, um, we we come to church most every service. That's kind of where we stop. But that's not where that's not what God wants from our lives. He wants us to be like that runner, to not just do what we can but to do what it takes. And, and look, look at verse 25. It says, In every man that striveth for the mastery, every person that strives to win is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. Doing what it takes is hard work. It takes self-control. Striveth. Striveth means to struggle, to fight, to labor. To fervently strive for something. If you're going to win a crown, which we'll talk about here in a, here in a minute, then it's going to be hard work. It's going to require discipline. Right. Just like that runner. The, the winning runner didn't just win by accident. No, he, he went through a long, grueling, hard process. You know, he, he probably started months and months in advance. I, I don't know if he did the, the, the couch to 15K. That's what I did. I didn't win, I was kind of disappointed. Maybe I was on the couch a little too long, but I don't know what, what training regimen he did, but it was obviously serious, because he won. You know, it, he, he probably got up 5, 5.30 to run every morning. He ate healthy food, all the food he was supposed to do, was supposed to eat. He limited the portions of food that he ate. He, he cut out all the pop and the sugary drinks from his diet. He worked out all the other muscles in his body to, to be well balanced. He made sure that he got enough sleep at night so he could um, get up early to run, he invested time and in money and he invested his his life basically in into this race. He did what he had to do to win. He did what it would take to win that race. He was temperate. He controlled himself. He he controlled what what he what he did. He 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 didn't snooze his alarm. He got up when he was supposed to when he was supposed to and he did what he was supposed to 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 put himself in a position to win that race. He wasn't going to settle for a, particip- for a participation trophy or some medal. He, he wanted the crown. He, he wanted to, to win first place. Yeah. But all that effort, all that work, all the discipline that that runner put into preparing for the race, all of that was to obtain a corruptible crown. Yes. Something that wouldn't last. Something that that... You, you leave it outside; it's going to deteriorate, and it's not—it's it, not going to last. In, in eternity, it, it doesn't matter. If someone is willing to go to that extent for for something that doesn't last, how much more should we do? How, how much more should we do for things that will last for eternity? Right. How much more should we work for things that are going to last for an eternity? How are you treating the incorruptible things in your life? Incorruptible means it's not going to vanish. It's not going to go away. It's going to last through eternity. You you can see it in heaven. Are you just doing what you can or are you doing what it takes? Because God God deserves our absolute best, doesn't he? For, For all the things that he's done for us, it's only right that we do everything that we can to give him glory to give him honor, to give him the praise in every single thing that we do and give him our absolute best. We want to give him the very best that we have. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, just read verse 20. It says, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We don't even own ourselves. God paid a high, high price for our lives. And the, the best that we can do with it is to honor and to glorify him with it. 1 Corinthians 10 31 says, Whether therefore ye eat or ye drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Yes. That encompasses just about everything that you and I do on a daily basis. That is everything that we do. Everything we, we do as a Christian should be to glorify the Lord. Ecclesiastes 9 10 says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. In Colossians 3.23, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Now, I, I think it's pretty clear from these verses that as Christians, what we do for the Lord matters. Amen. But it also matters how we do it, how we treat it, how we view it. We, 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 should, we should strive for incorruptible crowns. Yes. But so many times, so many times we spend so much of our effort on corruptible. On things that aren't going to last. How, how much emphasis are you putting on the incorruptible things in your life? Does more of your effort get put into corruptible things or incorruptible crowns? You know, I know for me, I, I, can, I can go throughout a whole day and just, just getting as much stuff as, as I can done. And, and I don't even think, have I, have I actually done anything that's, that's going to matter in eternity? Am I, am I just living my life for, for corruptible crowns? But it's not it's not just it's not just whether whether you're doing things that, that are incorruptible or, or, or that, that are going to last for eternity, but but how? How are you doing them? Because yeah. I know I can I, I can I can give myself to, to so many things, so many corruptible things, and I want to do them well. I, I'm I'm extremely competitive. I, I want to be the best at whatever I do. That's what I want to be. It's prideful, I know. But I, I spend, I spend I can, for me personally, I, I can spend time disc golfing and, and working on my putt, working on my form, trying to be the best disc golfer I can be. And I, I get done with that. And I go play a tournament. And then I finish, I finish like eight over. And it's not anywhere close to what I've been working on. And I'm like, okay, that was corruptible. I'm frustrated now. I spent all this time on corruptible things, and it's just a waste. Yeah. And, then, and then, you know, go, go to service the next day and realize, ah, I'm not prepared for Sunday school. I, w- I spent it all on corruptible things. And, and, and it's so easy. It's so easy to get caught up with corruptible things. It doesn't even have to be bad things. It can be good things. But many times we put more effort into, into corruptible things and rather than incorruptible. We give our best to corruptible rather than incorruptible. Yeah. How about your walk with the Lord? Are you doing what it takes to have a real walk with the Lord? Or are you just getting by with, with what you can do, what, what you feel comfortable with? I know so many times I, I look at my time, I think, okay, God, I'll, I'll, I'll give you 15 minutes. It's what I got. I got to go to work. I'll give you 15 minutes. Where I, I can give you 20 minutes today, Lord, and I just do whatever I can instead of doing whatever it takes to have a real walk with the Lord, a relationship with the Lord. You know, I, I, can, I can stay up late and, and, and look at stuff on my phone. I can watch movies, whatever, and stay up late, and then the next morning, miss my alarm. Yeah. Putting corruptible things before, before my walk with the Lord. You know, it, it can be easy to, to wake up and, and, and for me to go disc golfing or, or maybe others to go to the gym or go find the perfect spot for your, for your hunting trip, whatever it is. It's easy to get up for those things. It's easy to get up to go on a trip on vacation, but it becomes so much harder when you have to get up for your time with the Lord or you have to get up in time to go to, to Sunday school, to, to morning service, go to a music practice, whatever it is. No, it is so easy to put corruptible, things, uh, put corruptible things above incorruptible. So easy to put more effort into, into corruptible things rather than the incorruptible things. How about church attendance? Are you doing what it takes to be faithful to the church? Or are you just doing whatever you can, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever, whatever you can fit into your schedule? You wouldn't think about missing a day of work. Or missing, even, even getting that overtime. Because you, you've got to have that money. But do you have that same attitude when it comes to missing a Sunday service. Yeah. Missing a Sunday school. Missing a Sunday evening or a Wednesday evening service. And we desperately need the food, the, the spiritual food that is here right. on, on a weekly basis. I, I need it, you need it, we all need it. We even heard from our pastor. He, he, needs, he needs spiritual food. We all, need, we all need what's here at Eastside Baptist Church. We need the truth from God's word. We need the encouragement from the music. We need the encouragement and accountability from each other. Right. Yeah. But so many times we put staying up late the night before. And, and that that's completely fine on a Saturday night. But, but when, when it's a school night, we, we, go, we got to go to bed early. Yeah. You know, there's, there, there's so many little decisions that go into putting incorruptible above corruptible. Right. We, we've got to make sure our priorities are, are in the right place. Because... Ultimately, what, what, what's gonna matter in the end? You're 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 gonna die and and only the things that, that have done been done for Christ will last. And if you, you've heard that popular quote before, and what's gonna last? What really matters in the end? Make sure, make sure your priorities are set. How how about in ministry? How are you treating the ministries here here at the church? Are you doing whatever it takes to get the truth across to your Sunday school class? Are you taking time out of the week to study, be prepared for your class? It's easy to let, to let other corruptible things get in the way of preparing for Sunday school. But not, not only are, are you cheating yourself out of an incorruptible crown, but there are kids and adults alike who, who are depending on, on you to give them incorruptible truth, to, to, to give them truth that they desperately need for their week. They're depending on you to give them eternal truths. And instead, many times we spend it on corruptible things things that won't last. The time that you invest into your Sunday school class, whether, whether it's just teaching or, or go, going above and beyond, right? writing them a letter, writing them a note, going and, visiting, going and visiting them, spending time with them, those things last. Those things last. G- going, go, going, going golfing, going disc golfing, all those things don't matter in the end when, when it comes to, to what we're doing for the Lord. You know, we, we need to make sure that we're spending, spending time with, with the people that are under our care. We need to make sure that, that we are investing our time into the incorruptible truth that we're supposed to be presenting to, to the teens, to kids, to adults. We need to make sure that, that we don't neglect that, that ministry. How are you treating the, your, your special music slot or, or choir? Are you doing what it takes to, to be here on time? Are you doing what it takes to minister the song in the way that the Lord would want you to, that speaks to hearts, gives God the glory, or are you just doing whatever you can, giving God the leftovers? And I'm challenged by this every week. There are so many people, so many lost people, who spend millions and millions and millions of dollars to glorify themselves, to honor themselves, lift themselves up in the music industry and in the entertainment industry. Millions of dollars are spent and countless hours are spent on glorifying self and, and, and giving it to, g- giving in to, to the, the awful messages that, that are given through songs and, and awful things. There's so much time spent on that. And then yet, I find it hard for, for myself to just make time to practice, yeah. to make time to practice practice my, my piano, to, to get better at that, or, or, or to, to improve my, my voice, to to. Memorize my song. It it shouldn't ever be said that that, that there are lost people, that there are people who don't even know the Lord who are giving more effort and putting forth more work into their own self, into glorifying themselves than we do into glorifying God. It shouldn't ever be said about us. We're we're, we're about to start the bus ministry up again. We heard about that tonight. We're going to need some people who are willing to set aside some of their own time to visit kids on Saturdays to pick them up on Sunday mornings. And that's, that's a whole day. I mean, that, that's, that's Saturday, you're part of your weekend. Then that's Sunday. You're going to be exhausted by the time you get home from church Sunday night. But it's incorruptible. Right. That's what's going to last. You, you, you may not be able to see it, but they're, they're, you're making little investments into things that are going to last for eternity. That's right. you, you, may, you, may not see, you may not see the return in the, in, in the long run, um, and you may not see it on a Sunday morning when it's just so frustrating, or you didn't get any sleep, and you don't want to go to bus ministry. Whatever it is, you won't you won't see exactly the return. But God's going to make sure that you see the return one day in heaven. And and who knows that 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 bus kid could be the next Sunday school teacher, could be the next pastor of Eastside Baptist Church. You never know. You never know what investing your time into incorruptible things could turn into. That's right. now, there, there are so many things that we could mention, and, and we could go on and on and on, and even go on through these verses on, on um, what, what we could work on and, and um, what we put more emphasis on. But I want to ask you, what, what are you putting more emphasis on, the corruptible or incorruptible? If we were to put all the corruptible things on one side of a scale and then all the incorruptible things that, that you've done this week, which side which side would tip? Which, which side is, is going to last for eternity? It's the incorruptible, the incorruptible things. And again, we could go on through, through the verses and, and talk about different things that, that it would take um, to, to, to earn incorruptible crowns. But verse 27, look, look at that. He, Paul gives us the reason why, why he does all this. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. We can spend so much time preaching to others, teaching to others, doing all these things, even going on outreach and doing all these things. But if in our hearts we're not giving our best, or if we are putting more emphasis on corruptible things, when we think we've been doing all these great things and we're this great Christian, but we've been putting more emphasis on corruptible. We, we've been, we haven't been giving our best. Then in the end, you're gonna be a castaway. I'm gonna be a castaway. And, 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 what, and what that means, it, it's, it's worthless or, or, or it's um, just to, to, be, to be cast away, to be thrown to the side because it was worthless. If you spend, if you spend your life, just trying to attain corruptible things, waiting for the next job, the the next raise, the the, the next best video game, the next best whatever, then it's just going to be cast to the side. It's going to be burnt up. And we've we've got to strive to live for incorruptible things. We've got to strive to do our best for the Lord, to give the Lord our best and to give him our time. Otherwise, our life... Whatever we do, it'll be cast to, cast to the side and only the things that we've done for the Lord, only, only the things that we've given to, to incorruptible things will last. Have you, have you been giving yourself to corruptible things, giving God the leftovers? Or are you giving God the best that you have, the, the best of your time, the best of your talents, the best of your gifts? Maybe tonight you need to decide that you're going to put more emphasis on the incorruptible things in your life. Maybe you need to decide. You're not not going to settle for a participation trophy. You're you're going to invest into into incorruptible things. Are you going to do what it takes to have a life that glorifies God or are you just going to do what you you can? You can settle for a participation trophy that gets burnt up, that gets tossed to the side or you can do what it takes to have an incorruptible crown that that God's going to give you when you get to heaven. Are you content with participation trophies? Are you striving for incorruptible crowns? Let's stand. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com.